Hello, and welcome to Healing Through Words. And I am Sandra D., an associate clinical social worker, therapist, survivor of domestic violence, and your host. Healing Through Words is a weekly Christian forum to address abuse and domestic violence. It is created to edify those who went through abuse, affected by abuse, or know someone going through abuse and domestic violence. It is also to inspire the brokenhearted and to remind them that God wants to make them whole. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your journey to healing. We are in a series called The Ten Faces of Domestic Violence and Abuse. The types of abuse covered are physical, verbal, sexual, emotional, psychological, spiritual, cultural, financial, neglect, and digital. On last week's podcast, I discussed psychological abuse. This week, I will focus on children and the effects of abuse. We as parents often forget that abuse not only affects the abused, but the entire family. In other words, being with someone who is emotionally abusive harms everyone in the family. You your children, and your family members. Yes, children are affected by abuse, even if they are not in the room when the abuse is happening. This can be seen as secondary trauma for them. Children are dependent on us as parents for their emotional well-being. They look to us for acceptance, validation, and protection. When we as parents fail to validate or protect them, they create distorted beliefs about themselves. Or, as I shared in previous sessions, they begin to have stinking thinking. Children begin to believe If they can't have their feelings heard or their needs and wants met, then something must be wrong with them. That is not true. It is nothing wrong with them. It is something wrong with us for staying in an abusive situation so long and for allowing them to be exposed. See, children are selfish by nature, and they take everything personally. If we as parents shame them every time they feel fear, sadness, anger, excitement, or need attention, those same feelings can follow them into adulthood. Even loving and caring parents can harm their children emotionally, 
When we choose not to deal with our brokenness, which led us into unhealthy and abusive relationships, we plant seeds in our children and they can develop that pattern of the abuse or the abuser. When a child's environment is infused with violence, they take on a different characteristic, such as shame, guilt, and blame. I worked with children and families for 20 years. In that time span, I watched children lie for their parents and protect their parents. They lied to hide the shame of their situation. When they were asked about the abuse in the home, they often denied or minimized what happened. Of course, they could have also lied out of fear of what might happen if they told about the abuse in the home. Here's an example of why children don't tell about abuse. When I lived with my grandmother between the ages of 5 and 11, she was verbally, physically, emotionally, and psychologically abusive to me. I told my daddy of her hitting us, cussing us out, and calling us names. When my daddy called her out on it, it made things worse. And she told me, I better not ever tell my daddy or anyone else what is going on in the house. Lesson learned was not to tell because if you do, things would get worse. And I learned how to keep secrets. Unfortunately, that behavior followed me into my adulthood and created other complicating factors. Guilt can cause a child not to share about the abuse in the home. If children tell someone of the abuse, they might feel guilty, especially if the person they told confronts the parent or asks questions to help them. They, the child, really has guilt if they tell someone they trust and CPS gets involved. The child feels guilty and thinks, it's my fault the family is having problems. If I wouldn't have said anything, our family wouldn't be torn. Such a burden should not be carried by a child. Emotional abuse can result in a loss of self, meaning the child and the parent. The abused are emotionally, mentally, and physically drained due to their preoccupation with just surviving. They have little energy for personal growth or fulfillment. Living in such an oppressive environment can cause anxiety and depression for both the parent and the child. And we wonder why children act out at school or have behavior problems. They are just reenacting what they see at home and how they feel. 
Children who were exposed and experienced to abuse can carry those emotional wounds from their parents into their adulthood. I have three sons, and I can see the damage I caused by staying in the relationship with my ex-husband too long. I used to beat myself up and say if I wouldn't have stayed so long or married him, knowing he had anger issues, then they would be better or not have to suffer so much as adults. I apologize often to make them feel better and to make me feel better. My apologies didn't heal their wounds. No, not until I allowed God to heal me first was I able to forgive myself and let go. I read 2 Corinthians 12 chapter verse 9, the first half. It reads, But my, meaning God's, grace is sufficient for you my loving kindness and my mercy are more than enough, always available, regardless of the situation. For my power is being perfected and is completed, and it shows itself most effectively in your weakness. When I read that, I realized God was waiting for me to surrender my weaknesses. When I surrendered my weaknesses to God, then I gained the strength not only to apologize, but to show my children that there is never a choice too bad that God can't use for good if you give it to him. Children who were abused don't have to repeat the cycle. Parents, we love our children, but are unknowingly passing down our unresolved issues from our childhood. Your parents didn't talk to you about abuse, but taught you how to keep secrets. They might have even shamed you for having feelings. My grandmother did. Let's not do the same to our children. Shame them for expressing their feelings, their hurts, or their pains. Parents, you can't change the past, but you can love them enough to help shape their future by gaining the courage to leave the abuser. Do it for yourself, but most of all, do it for them. Here are words of affirmation. Hello, this is your conscience speaking. I'm the part of your mind that sends you messages about what's right and what's wrong. I store your memories and your feelings, good and bad. I can't turn back the hand of time, but 
I can create a beautiful future for you. I, your conscious, and God, we are knocking. Will you let us in? Will you exchange your ashes for our beauty? Will you exchange your fears for our hope? Will you allow us to shower you with the love you always deserved? We're knocking. Will you please let us in? If you find yourself in an abusive relationship, know someone going through abuse or affected by abuse and domestic violence and want a fresh start, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-7233 or Women Against Abuse, 1-866-723-3014. These services are available 24 hours a day. For additional resources to help start your journey of healing, you can visit my Facebook site, Healing Through Words, through is spelled T-H-R-U, or my Instagram, Healing underscore Through underscore Words. You can also contact me for questions, suggestions, or appointments, or if you would like to be a guest and share your journey of healing at healingthroughwords.org at gmail.com. Through is spelled T-H-R-U. I'd like to close by thanking Trey Z for providing my opening music. I do not have copyrights. Last Night Dream. Thank you again. God bless you, and I see you all next Saturday.